Okay, we are in Sefer Yechesiel, Perek Chof, Pasuk Chof Zion, Lachain Daber El Beis Yisrael. So we saw the beginning of Perek Chof, a group known as the Zikne Yisrael, the elders of Israel, approach Yechesiel and ask for an audience. They've got certain concerns, they've got an agenda. The Kaddish Baruch Hu says, do not meet with these people, do not counsel with these people. They are terrible people, don't be fooled by the name Zikne Yisrael. They are out to subvert what I wish from B'nai Yisrael. They are there to be divisive, they are there to state their own agenda, and implicit is going to be a threat that if you don't yield to their demands, they are going to just withdraw from Klai Yisrael. That, you know, it's like they've been divorced, or it's been like they've been an Eved that's free, and so they are out of here. And so he does say, the Kaddish Baruch tells Yechezkel, and if they want to know why, I refuse to deal with them. I will not even sit down with them or counsel with them. Tell them the following. And so we saw that Yechezkel gives the Zikne Yisrael a 900-year history lesson of the relationship between B'nai Yisrael and the Kaddish Baruch Hu, starting from when they were slaves in Egypt. And the thread of commonality that runs through all of it is that B'nai Israel is singled out by the Kaddish Baruch Hu to be his chosen people. He tells them that he will deliver them out of Egypt. He gives them the safe of the Torah, Aseros Hadibros, Shabbos. And in each phase, they rebel against him. They don't want it. They continue in pursuit of Odazara, and in each phase, the Kaddish Baruch Hu is resolved to destroy them. But then again, at each phase, the Kaddish Baruch Hu has second thoughts, as it were, that if he destroys them, what is he going to accomplish? They're going to say that the Kaddish Baruch Hu uh, couldn't get them out of Egypt, or the Kaddish Baruch Hu couldn't let them survive in the wilderness, or finally the Kaddish Baruch Hu couldn't get them into the promised land, so that even in the desert they're rebelling. And that brings us to Pasuk uh, Zion, and the Kaddish Baruch Hu, what basically is going to say is since they've arrived, since I brought them and given them Eretz Yisrael, nothing's changed. So, start with Lachain Diber Abes Yisrael, say to them, Ben Adam Lehem, say to them, Koamar Shem Elohim, this is what God says, Od Zos even though you're in Israel now, I brought you in the promised land, I milk and honey, you are still you are still blaspheming me. Your forefathers and they are treacherous. They practice their treachery with me. And your forefathers that I promised, I took a sacred oath that I would bring them safely to this land. What have they done? The Yeru called Givarama, the called Eitzavos. They have seen and seized upon every high mountaintop. Bechol eats about every thick tree by his bechusham esivchechem. They 
put their sacrifices there, we know or we have learned that the hilltops, the mountaintops, and the thick trees uh, were the best suited objects of worship. The mountaintops where they put their altars, and the trees is where they worship the uh, Ashtoro and other kinds of Avodazoa. So you appropriated that. And they made these provocative. Its only purpose was to anger me. And this is interesting. And they put on their sweet fragrance. And they poured their wine libations on their Avodazoa Korbanos. Now, if you think about it, reach um, nichoach, fragrance, odor, and wine libations is a very important component of the karbonos in the Beis Hamikdash. So what these people have done is take parts of the avoda of the temple and appropriate it for their own avoda zarah. I mean, it's adding insult to injury. The Omar Aleyhem. And so I said to them, Yechazkel is telling them in the name of the Kodesh world, Mahabama Asher Atem Habayim. Mahabama really is a, a, a play on word. Uh, as Rashi says, Lashem Gnai of derision. Kilomar Bameh. It's a play on Bama. Bameh, he nechshevet. What, what are you thinking of when you're doing all this? Um, but when, 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 when did... What is Hashem referring to, or what is Yecheskel referring to, when he says, I told them? Could you repeat that? Say that. What, is, what is it referring to when he says, I said to them, Hashem is telling Yecheskel, I said to them, what is this high place to which only you come? What, 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 who, when did that happen? Like when, what is he referring to? What in, you know, what, how is that message conveyed to Israel? Oh, he is telling them through these Anshei Zikanim of Yisrael and telling it also, the message goes beyond. Yeah, but when did it happen if Hashem is going through the history, right? and he says, he says, I said to them, Israel, right? he asked them, he, he questioned their, these, uh, these uh, altars, right? Oh, but my When did that happen? What is he referring to? What, yeah, what? during that period, the, all the whole, it's got to be 400 years of total of Odessar. He asks them, he speaks to them, he rebukes them. He promises, wow. what but, but when? We went, we just read everything. Was it, was it, um, when, when did Israel know? That uh, was it. Is it was it a prophecy from Ishiyahu or or? Uh, oh, it's it, constant. But I don't recall. Uh, you know, there were people who who were against it, right? There was right uh, the king, uh, right, certain kings, but there yeah, was right. rampant of but, 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 but uh, the question is, if you're if if you're getting a message from directly from Hashem, if Hashem is telling Israel, right. Um, at the time of right. the action, right? You know, that's, that doesn't, I mean, maybe it's in, in, in the Novi that we've learned, but is it, you know, what is the, what's the specific, how did he convey that message to Israel now? To Israel then. Oh, uh, Israel then, we've learned it. They, it's constant. 
In other words, we saw what happens. We saw destruction. We saw famine. We saw invasions as a result of this. Kaddish Baruch was just recounting the history to let you know why he refuses to meet with these people. And now, remember, we are four years to the day away from the destruction. Why the destruction is coming. He's building up the case, as it were. But, as we're going to see, not without some measure of consolation. Uh, so, what did these bummos? And to this day, nothing, as we say, has changed from the minute you came into Eretz Israel. So then, Lachain, now comes the message. Lachain and Morel, based Israel, now say to Israel, are you following in the same footsteps of tumult, of degradation as your fathers did? could say him and you are prostituting yourself after their abominations and disgusting practices. and you're continuing to sacrifice your children, Ba'esh, in fire, and it was part of the Molech, where you, you just put your child through the fire. Attempted, maybe, to you're defiling yourself. L'chol gilu to all your avodas are ad hayom. To this day, that's the point. Nothing's changed from Egypt to today. You are still the same sinners, the same obsessed with Avodah Zorah. And you're saying, I should sit now and counsel with you and listen to your demands? They said, no. By my life, says the Kaddish If I'm going to consult with you and sit with you. And now the Kaddish Baruch says, and these things that you're planning to do specifically, the second part of the sentence, Lo We want to be, we're going to be, like the other nations of the world. We don't want to be special. We don't want to be chosen. We want to be like every nation in the world, worshiping our little icons of wood and stone. Well, and this is what you're thinking of doing. Uh, I will not allow. In other words, I'm going to stop you from this. And notice the word, uh, strong hand and outstretched arm. It's the exact same Lashem we use when the Kaddish Prophet says, I'm taking you out of Egypt to save you. The same way, the same insistence, I am going to pour my wrath on you. I will not let you do this. I will not stand by passively. I will take you out of the nations. I will gather you from all the other nations. I will bring you back and with poured anger. And what am I going to do once I regathered you? I'm going to take you to the wilderness of the nations. 
The wilderness of the nations is the desert where they were before they went into Eretz Yisrael. They spent 40 years and most of it outside Israel, across from the River Jordan. I'm going to take you back to that desert. And what am I going to do? I am going to winnow you out, the good from the evil. I'm going to judge you face to face. Just as I judged your forefathers in the land of Egypt, in other words, there's going to be a winnowing process now. I am going to take out the evil from the good. Um, and now I'm going to pour and put my rod above you and select you. The process is reminiscent to when we take out each tenth animal for Maser. It passes before the guy who's holding his staff and he picks out the tenth as it was. And Behevesi Asemba Masaurus Habris, I am going to bring you back those who are worthy, those who I've selected to my covenants. And when I see amongst you the mordim, the rebellious, the transgressors, I am going to take them out of the land. You will know that I am God because I am going to separate the evil from you. I will not let you do this. And now, those of you who I redeem from these vile, obscene avodazoras, and then if you Listen to me, that shame kachi lo You will not just desecrate my name with your gifts to and your avodah zorah. He bahar kachi. Now comes the words of Nechama, because on my high mountains, on my top hills, Marom Yisrael Mashem, Shom Yabduni, there you will worship me, Kol Beis Yisrael, Kula Be'eret Shom, all gathered to Israel after this selection process. Shom Artsom, there will be their land. Vishom Edoresh, there I will seek out Eschumosechem, your offerings. Vesreshis Masosechem, the first of your fruits, the first of your offerings. Bechol Kodshechem, in all sanctification, in all of your korbanos. So now we see, after all this, there's going to be Nechama. Bericha Nichoach, Eretzah Eschem, Bereach Nichoach. I seek your fragrant uh, ketores, but not on your avodah zorah, but on my korbanos. When I take you out from these other nations, and this, of course, could be achris yomim, 
day of the Mashiach, we're not clear. I will gather you in from all the nations, that you have been scattered. And I will be sanctifying you in the eyes of all the Goyim. In other words, again, this may be that concept that not because of your tzidkis necessarily, but because my name is on the line here, that let the other Goyim see that I have fulfilled my promise, my covenant to you. You will know I am the Lord your God. When I return you to the land of Israel, which I raised my hand in a covenantal oath, to give to your fathers. But at the time, there will be memory. You will recall as all the vile transgressions you did, that you defiled yourself with. And there will be just a humiliation to yourself. There will be a shame and disgrace. You will feel it. How could we have done this? That's the point. You will know that I have done this for my name, to sanctify my name. It's not that because of your, you know, your good deeds. On the contrary, you were obscene in your idol worship, but so that the nations of the world will see that I have backed up the promise that my name will not be desecrated. And that will bring us back. We will have total tshuva in the days of Mashiach. And then, at that point, then I will counsel with you. We continue tomorrow with more words of Nechama. 8.45 a.m. Don't miss it.